All right, man, we back like we never left. You know, it's your host with the most, your brother Dave. We back at it with a whole nother episode of the Words from the Dopest podcast. You feel me? This is what, episode six, I believe? Six or seven? I think six. But yeah, man, so today's topic is going to be on uh, the pursuit of happiness and talking about understanding manifestation. You feel me? And I want to start talking about this as we get closer to approaching this month's book club and um, our book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. You feel me? Because it's a it's a book that's heavily on pursuing, you know, your treasure. And each of us has a treasure that we are pursuing in our lifetime. You feel me? That thing that's just driving us like our purpose what we what we feel we're meant to do what we feel we want to do um yeah man and it you know it's something that a lot of us are aware of and a lot of us are afraid of doing because we're afraid of failing you know and it kind of goes into last week's episode where like the mental health of people and the people that just kind of gave up in their life you know so what what is the treasure man is the first question and for each of us it differs you feel me like i know for myself what i'm trying to pursue is just like a life of creative freedom where I can literally just wake up and do shit like this. I always knew my whole life that a nine to five type grind just wasn't meant for me, bro. Like literally it's just not meant for me. And some of us have like super big dreams that we're pursuing. Some of us have more, you know, family oriented. Some of us like we all have different things that we're looking for. You know, some people just want to work a nice job be financially stable, start a family, you know, some people want to make it huge in Hollywood, they want to be a huge celebrity, you know, all types of shit, some people just, you know, don't really want to do shit, but we all are pursuing something, man, and I know for myself, it's just the comfortability of knowing that I can kind of wake up and just do whatever makes me feel happy, like, as far as the music and everything, I don't need Drake level fame, Kanye level fame, Jay-Z level fame, Wayne level fame. The end goal for me is to honestly just be able to like not have to clock in. I always tell people, man, like it doesn't matter what like I don't like huge mansions. I don't like fucking cars like that, bro. I just want to be able to wake up, not have to clock in and just literally do some dope shit you feel me record a podcast i literally just woke up like like an hour ago and here i am podcasting you feel me and it's that pursuit bro like these days i really be understanding what it means to be a starving artist and yeah i understand artists don't have to starve but for a lot of us we do bro like a lot of my time and money and effort and everything goes into stuff like this you feel me and it's all part of the pursuit bro like moving out here to coco even when i moved to west palm 
it was like chasing after the music, chasing after trying to figure out myself, having to leave home and just searching for myself and searching for what it is that, you know, will make me happy and that can, you know, help me manifest my dreams to come true, man. And a lot of the times it's tough, man, because like we have so many obstacles in our way on a daily basis of like sometimes when you're chasing after your dreams you hit like a lot of forks in the road and a lot of like walls and barricades because nothing worth having is easy you feel me and that's something we learn early on in our lives but that adversity is what makes the dream and makes the pursuit that much more you know worth it when you get it that's why you see a lot of famous celebrities a lot of artists a lot of people that made it where they wanted to be and they say reflecting on the journey like the journey was the best part man it's not about the destination it's about the journey man and that's what i'm realizing is like you get so caught up in the fact that you're struggling and you're doing this and that on a daily basis just trying to get to where you're going that by the time you get there you look back like dang bro you some people missed out on a lot of like what was going on in their lives a lot of time with family and friends and all that just too busy in their pursuit not paying attention to what's going around uh, going on around them trying to get to where they're trying to go but i feel like in my opinion it's about the balance you feel me like how do you chase after your dreams but at the same time live in the now you know because it's very difficult man because like when you're struggling in the now dude all you can do is just picture the future picture a more successful version of yourself but at the same time appreciate where you're at now because if you know that you're going to be successful and that you're gonna you know obtain everything that you dreamt of and you know it's gonna happen then appreciate the journey while it's happening you know and Shouts out my boy Nat, bro, because, you know, his song The Journey and and Purpose are, like, really heavy-hitting songs, man. Every time I hear him, I'm just like, yeah, bro. He, he somehow perfectly encapsulated just that feeling, you feel me, of, like, looking for your purpose and trying to get on the journey of figuring it out. And it's tough, man. It, it really is tough. Like, there's plenty of times where I be feeling like I'm getting closer to it. And then, bam, bro, the universe gut checks me. And I know I mentioned that before, but, like, it's 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 a real deal shit, bro. And times are different, you feel me? Like, we're living in the era where you can upload a video on TikTok and blow up, bro. Like, we're living in the era where people are making millions off of YouTube. You know, podcasting is huge right now. There's so many different avenues that are there for children, excuse me, and even for us to like really pursue our dreams in a way that our parents couldn't, in a way that our grandparents couldn't, and their parents, you feel me? And like, gone are the days of feeling like you have to work in a cubicle, you have to get a desk job under these fluorescent lights. And it's like, nah, bro, we really can like sit at our computer and make millions from home you feel me but it's all about 
what you're trying to do and finding that balance and your work ethic dude like i said in my uh, welcome back episode it's all about consistency man because a lot of us have the talent we have the potential and we have the dreams but it's like what are you truly doing to get there you feel me like a lot of the time we're lazy a lot of the time we're not doing everything that we know we could do to to reach those goals and i'm guilty of it a lot of the time too man that's why i'm trying to stay consistent with it bro but like i feel like the most difficult part is reading the signs from the universe man because the universe will tell you when you're on track you feel me and that's why i can't wait for book club because i really want to talk about the alchemist i'm not going to spoil nothing or talk about it too much right now but understand that the universe keeps you on track the universe gives you signs that like you are where you need to be even when you're struggling that this is what's going to build character you feel me because adversity builds character if you never had a struggle in your life and you never had to go through anything difficult you wouldn't appreciate what you do get when you do get it you know so like anybody that moves from a different country and then comes here you hear that story they barely spoke english they barely speak whatever language from in the country that they moved to they start a small business and all of a sudden you know they start making it man they knew they had to leave their country because it just wasn't what was best for them it wasn't what was best for their family and through the adversity and everything and through their pursuit of happiness and their dream they come to america they come to a different country and they start to build something and it's like those type of stories that you hear a thousand times but it's like yo really think about that dude because that's inspiring because a lot of us were born here first world country even though we have it bad we don't have it nearly as bad as a lot of people in the world but yet we're just lazy and we're we're like we don't have to move to another country and learn another language and then get off our you know start from ground zero and build ourselves up like no bro we have a lot of tools and resources around us and a lot of the times we're just lazy man and like I don't want to be one of those adults that gave up on their pursuit and just like becomes bitter I was talking to the homie Bedfit about that man I was texting him bro and I'm like yo like the adults that when you tell them you want to do something are so quick to shoot you down and are so quick to tell you like that's unrealistic or like that's a one in a million chance and blah 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 this that but they're working jobs that they don't care about the reason they are that way is because they were somebody that everybody everybody that's when they're a child when they're a young adult you have dreams you have things you want to do but those are the people that gave up on it they probably faced adversity they probably had people like themselves back then that would tell them that it's not probable it's not possible the chances are too slim and got that voice in their head mix it with their own ego and their own personal problems and at a point they just gave up on the pursuit man and like they stopped chasing chasing their dreams they stopped chasing their treasure bro and and they gave up and now all of a sudden they're working a dead-end job and they have nothing going on so 
because that happened to them they project that onto others and it's like no bro like the first universal law is that the universe is mental right meaning you create the universe you live right you can speak it into existence you can manifest it right so now we're getting into manifestation bro you have to really believe it and i feel like the universe responds to pure intent right because a lot of the times we try to trick ourselves into thinking we believe it but we don't really believe it we're like oh i want this i deserve that but you still have that sense of self-doubt and disbelief in yourself and the universe won't reward you for that like the universe doesn't work on pity you feel me it's not gonna throw you a fucking pity party and be like oh well you know they're sad so i'm gonna give it to them this time it's like no bro you have to show the universe like yo you're working for it you're doing your due diligence you're doing this you're doing what you got to do and when it sees that it'll show you the signs you feel me i've been seeing more and more angel numbers by the day like i swear every time i look at the clock it's an angel number it's 11 11 it's 10 10 it's 222 like literally i'm at the gym i'm on the treadmill i'm listening to something or i'm watching something on tv i look at the clock or yeah i look at the clock on the treadmill and literally it'll be three minutes and 33 seconds like i just happen to look at it right at that moment and then a minute later i look back at the treadmill and it's four minutes and 44 seconds then a minute after that it's five minutes 55 seconds and it's like yo i'm catching a lot of angel numbers and a lot of signs and even more so after i started doing the podcast again you know which i take it as a sign the universe is like yo welcome back you're back at it you feel me you're 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 where you need to be like the views aren't huge none of that's huge but i'm proving to myself in the universe that i can be consistent that like i actually can work towards it i can strive for it and it will reward me in the end you know waking up you know and getting straight to the podcast like i said i've been up for like an hour dude i woke up turned my computer on cleaned it a bit you know deleted files and cleaned the cache and the recycling bin because last time the vocals were clipping so i'm really hoping not to have to deal with that shit today man you feel me um yeah bro like you really have to stay focused there's going to be the times where you doubt yourself there's going to be the times where you kind of lose track of the pursuit and you get sidetracked you feel me in in lots of ways like for me, I know the biggest sidetrack for me is financials, bro. Like the biggest thing that halts me from pursuing my dreams and from doing what I know I'm capable of doing is financials. And I feel like that's the, the biggest hurdle in my lifetime that the universe throws at me. It's like every time I get my money up and I'm ready to make the moves I want to make, something always happens, bro. Like my car. You know, like having to move something big that literally takes all my savings right when I'm getting ready. Like I'm supposed to shoot videos with Bedfit. I get my money up. I want to get some studio time. I get my money up. And right when I'm about to try to lock in studio time, lock in video shoots and everything, bam, I got to spend fucking two bands on something. And it's like all that money saved, gone. 
and and a lot of the time that dissuades me and that stops me and i'm just like dang bro like i guess this ain't it man but one thing i am proud of myself about is that like it never actually stops me like you know how many times i said i want to quit doing music and i want to like just be like bro i guess i'm just a normal dude <laughs> guess i'm just gonna be working a job bro you feel me but then i watch tv or i watch a movie and i hear a song playing in the background and i'm like yo i like that and then all of a sudden i'm on my computer and I'm working on beats because I'm like, yo, whatever song that was playing in the background inspired me. You feel me? And it's just like, dang, it's such a natural instinct at this point that I'm like, okay, I have no choice but to pursue it because, like, what else am I going to do, bro? Like, I'm really not trying to work a nine to five. I'm not trying to work for other people. You feel me? I want to employ people. I want to work as business partners, but I don't want to be the lowest tier of the CEOs are making hundreds of thousands a year and I'm making fucking 40,000 or less like that ain't for me bro and like I said the days of our parents like and their parents it ain't the same I remember when I was first getting my tattoos and if you notice like I got all my tattoos in the most noticeable spots first right started with my hands and lower arms did my neck I don't even have any up here yet I'm trying to build it up but I remember when I was getting my tattoos, my dad was like, yo, start with the upper arms because when you apply for jobs and all that, you know, you want to have your tattoos covered. And I was like, nah, man. Matter of fact, to show you, because we got into like a little argument about it. I'm like, dude, this ain't when you were born in the 70s. This ain't back then, bro. Like managers and the people interviewing you have more tattoos. You feel me? So I literally started with the most noticeable spots. And I can honestly tell you that it never stopped me from getting a job, bro. Like, even when I was like working at the library as like a librarian, basically, that's a government job. I had to go through multiple interviews and screenings and fucking take a test. It's ridiculous to get a job at the library, bro. But, you know, tattoos did not stop me. Neck tattoo did not stop me, bro, because my personality, and the quality of how I carry myself and just my knowledge is enough that I'm like, bro, in today's day and age, tattoos ain't a taboo like that. You feel me? It's even finally getting to the point where, like, as black people, bro, our hair isn't a deal breaker, which is fucking dope because I couldn't stand the fact that, like, back when I had dreads, I'd be afraid to go to an interview because I'm just like, I probably won't get the job just based on my hair, bro. Even though I just had it retwisted, it looks nice. You feel me? And I carry myself well just off of your hair alone. Like, it's stuff like that. And a lot of the time, that can dissuade us and, like, throw us off of following our purpose because it knocks us down. And there's only so many times you can get knocked down before people start to be like all right man i've had enough bro like it ain't worth it and all of a sudden they just start to settle and like i'm not trying to be a settler man that ain't it bro and you i feel like you got to realize when the universe is showing you signs like i like to watch a lot of interviews and you'll see people that made it successful in one field and that wasn't even the original field of what they were trying to do. 
but from getting knocked down so many times they pivot you got to learn to you know pivot bro and like maybe the exact field that you wanted to pursue and the exact thing you want to pursue isn't it but there's something adjacent that's very similar you feel me like i doubt when joe rogan was coming up in the comedy scene and shooting film uh, fear factor and doing all that he thought yo one day i'm gonna be the most successful podcaster nah bro he probably took some l's and doing this and that you know he was and, and he pivoted you feel me like i don't think joe rogan's comedy career was that popping bro i couldn't tell you a joe rogan stand-up special but i could tell you some of my favorite episodes of his podcast <laughs> and it's still a platform where his voice is out there he gets to interview comedians he gets to interview uh, thinkers he gets to interview um you know athletes and scientists and all types of stuff and he sprinkles the comedy in there they're laughing they're having a good time and he still gets to do comedy he still gets to talk about you know ufc and all types of shit but it's in a different avenue and platform than i bet he originally was pursuing you feel me you know and it's like sometimes you gotta understand that what you're exactly trying to do might not be it bro you know like there could be a chance that my music career doesn't take off the way that i see it but I might still be in the music field you feel me i could be somebody that does soundtracks for movies and television shows you know there's like but i'm still in the music field but it might not be the exact pursuit of what i originally intended right and i relate that to like ghostwriters a lot of famous ghostwriters and people that make some of your like write some of your favorite songs that you hear but it's not them singing it you feel me it's you know rihanna or somebody singing the song they might have incredible penmanship they might have an incredible talent for you know songwriting and for beat selecting and for just creating an ambiance and atmosphere but their voice might not be correct you feel me like they just might not have the most appealing voice to people that captures their attention but their words alone are immaculate you feel me so they might have entered the music industry thinking, yo, I'm going to be the biggest artist. You know, I write my songs. You know, I know great beats. I know how to create, you know, an album. I know how to put together bodies of work and I know how to do this and that. But when they release their album, it's like, yo, these songs are written beautifully. But like something about your voice just ain't it for me. Like, I'm not really trying to listen to you. But so what do they do? They pivot. They say, okay, people aren't really, you know, attracted to my voice. Uh, you might not be the, the prettiest. You might not look the best. You feel me? And in this industry, you know, sex appeal matters. You feel me? Like, sex appeal matters, bro. But, um, so they pivot. You feel me? You start to think, okay, all right maybe let me try giving somebody this song that i wrote you know and then bam all of a sudden somebody sings your song and it starts to blow up and now your foot is in the door you're in the industry you know 
and it was it originally what you intended for yourself in your career no but does it end up working for you yeah man but before people can even get to that point of pivoting i feel like they already gave up you feel me and it's sad bro because like the universe i feel like wants us to win it wants us to to make it to where we want to be you know it works in our favor but it's not going to make it easy you feel me like i said you got to go through that adversity and because it wants to toughen you up it wants you to be appreciative of everything you have when you finally get there and it's sad when like you see people that had potential like i always think that line damn homie in high school you was the man homie the fuck happened to you like bro really for real dude like you were cool in high school you had dreams you had ambitions you had friends you had this you had that and then after it's like bro what happened dog like <laughs> where's that person bro and it's it's crazy man because it's like it's hard to explain to people because when when they're living it when you're living the struggle you have a certain lens on that doesn't allow you to really see what's going on and realize like the 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 challenge that you're facing and why you're facing that specific challenge you feel me and it's like a lot of the times i feel like when we <clears throat> get through those challenges like years later a year later months later whatever and we're able to reflect on it is when we see like oh i know exactly why i was going through that at that time bro because i needed to learn this lesson and because i learned this specific lesson i was able to do this which now got me to where i am currently and it's like yeah bro but when you're living it it's just like the damn bro what was me like why is this happening and as i'm getting older I try to like when I'm going through something keep a level head and kind of look back like sit back and like analyze and be like okay what is the universe trying to tell me like what's going on here what what is the lesson that I need to learn to get back on my feet you feel me and that's why I'm like bro low-key I have to say man as as the days go by shouts out buddy that stole my bike bro <laughs> because literally I'm three new episodes in to the, the podcast because of that one specific day. Like that one day literally fueled me to start podcasting again because I was already dancing around it thinking, oh man, maybe I should podcast, but I don't really know what I want to talk about. How do I come back and, you know, get people interested, blah, blah, blah. And that shit happened. And I'm like, all right. I can't let this stop the pursuit of what I'm trying to do, man. I have to use this as fuel to really pursue my dreams so that I'm not living this life where two years from now, I'm still worried about people stealing my shit like that ain't it, bro. So I had to start podcasting. You know, feel me? I had to get off my ass, bro. And so shouts out him, man, because like it's stuff like that. I easily could have took it as like a L and just sat in my room and did nothing but i chose to like continue heavy on the pursuit 
and learn that lesson from the universe. The universe was telling me like, yo, bro, look at where you're at. Look at how your life is right now. Look at how you're living. Look at what can happen to you. You know how to get out of it. You know you have potential. You know you you know you're artistic. You know you can do things that can you know earn you money that can get you out of these type of situations. But you're not doing shit. You feel me? Like literally, you have all the podcasting equipment. You know how to audio engineer. You know how to video edit. You know how to do all this stuff. It's in your bedroom. Why the fuck are you not doing it? You feel me? Like you have all the tools you need. Is it going to be the greatest quality? No. But is it a stepping stone? Yeah. Once people start liking it and everything, you can always upgrade. My music equipment wasn't always what it is now. I had to upgrade. You feel me? There's a point before where I didn't even have a keyboard. I was literally making beats on fucking just like the actual like keyboard from the computer, like pressing the F key and shit for sounds like way back in the day. Then I had to buy a fucking um, keyboard, like a key lab, my key lab. Right. There's a point where I was using free beat making software on like my xbox bro like when i first started making beats it was literally on my xbox 360 i had like a little like two dollar indie game i downloaded where you can make beats and i was just messing around with that and that's what piqued my interest and i was like all right let me get a software you feel me like i used to record on usb microphones the first music like i ever recorded myself i used the um microphone from the game rock band that little plastic usb mic and I literally would record songs on that, bro, like freshman year of high school. And then from there, I upgraded to, you know, a better USB mic. And then I started learning about interfaces and then condenser mics. And then I got one of those. And it was just like a constant having to upgrade. You feel me? And you just got to realize, like, bro, you can't let anything stop you, man. Literally. For Christmas, I would ask for money so that I could go to Best Buy and get new equipment. You feel me? Because it was the pursuit of the music that would always drive me. At the end of the day, I always am thinking about music. I'm always thinking about something creative. You feel me? It's like when you have a friend that used to have big dreams, but now every time you see him, you're talking about all the moves you made and this and that, and they don't have anything else to talk about because they don't have nothing that they've done. So then they try to belittle what you're trying to do and be like yeah man i mean realistically you know blah 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 that might not work out and you're just like bro what happened dog like just because shit ain't working out for you don't come at me and act like it can't work out for me and it's stuff like that bro like the reason i'm still friends with my friends is because literally i've never come to them and said yo i'm trying to do this with the music and they're like nah bro like i think you should give it up you feel me? I tell them what I'm trying to do, and then they hit me back with what they're trying to do and how we can work together and do stuff together. You feel me? If you listen to any of uh, the Homie Scars podcast and everything, for Vinsky, my music's in the background. You feel me? Like, me and Scar have had two podcasts together now. You know, the Dysfunctional Friends um, and then uh, Misguided to Maturity before that. You feel me? Like, I used to, I remember telling Scar that he needs to get into comedy, bro. Since high school, been like, dude, you're hilarious, bro. Like, you need to be doing skits and comedy and all types of shit. And like, seeing him doing it now and doing skits 
and you know using his voice i'm like it's about fucking time dude because this is my guy and i've been telling him that for years that he's fucking hilarious and needs to do it and it's like that's why we're still friends because every time i go i literally go on instagram i see he posted something you feel me and that motivates me to be like i need to post some shit because scar was never on social media back in the day bro my dude had a facebook and did like one post for like five years it's just like one post bro my dude didn't have an instagram for the longest so to see him more active on instagram and getting more uh, like youtube subscribers and everything than me and i've been doing this for way longer trying to do this shit bro it's like dude it's humbling it's like this is why this is my homie bro because he's literally really pushing bro he's on a similar wavelength he knows what he wants to do and he's making it happen same with all my friends, Tamel and One Note Studios. He literally had a dream, and he's making it happen. I've known him since I was like 14, bro. So to see us at like 26 now, and my dude opened up his own studio, and he's having events every month and all that. It's like, bro, my dog is really doing it. This is why he's my homie, bro, because he's not stagnant. And from seeing him making moves, it stops me from being stagnant because I don't want to be that friend that they look back on like, yo, I've outgrown Aaron, bro, because he ain't doing enough like he's not trying to get anywhere in life and you need people that are trying to get somewhere because that's how you get the friends that feel like you owe them something when when you get on because they don't have nothing going on they know if you get on and you decide you've outgrown them then what bro they don't have their celebrity friend that has money that can bankroll shit for them you feel me and that's that breeds envy and hate and it's like bro when you're on your pursuit you gotta realize like you gotta drop the dead weight sometimes you gotta do what's best for you you gotta you're following your dreams bro and the easiest way in my opinion to follow your dreams is to have people close by with similar ambitions because then they're there to lift you up in the hard times when you're facing that adversity all my friends lift me up bro you feel me i'll be sad at the crib like damn and then i'll get hit up and they'll be like, yo, man, we sliding to the to the studio, bro. You need a ride? And I'm like, shit, man. They're literally willing to come and get me to bring me to the studio because they believe in me enough and they want me there, you feel me? And they're doing the same thing. So it's like, why not try to get Aaron there, bro? If they, if they can get me cool. If not, I appreciate the invitation, bro. You feel me? And it's like, in those tough times, man, you really do need people that understand that and that are trying to do the same thing because it's 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 hard a lot of the times bro and it's like the movie the pursuit of happiness with will smith man like my dude was going through the most like i cannot watch that movie bro that is like a movie you watch one time a decade every decade you feel me i got about like five more years before i need to rewatch that movie because it's just too much dog just watching everything he's going through in life that that's why it's called the pursuit of happiness man like you have to go through these adversities to get to where you need to be man and for a lot of us it's rougher than a lot of other people but you never give up man you put on your best suit you put on your smile and you get back to it man and like that's what it's about bro because we don't want to be those bitter adults that gave up on their dreams and just look at the youth and be like no bro like imagine five years ago telling your parents or somebody that you wanted to be a live streamer on youtube and play video games for a living 
and they're just like what bro if you don't take your little dumb ass to college and get a degree and it's like nah man that degree ain't for me bro like i'm really good at gaming and i'm really good at just having a conversation in a room by myself and like keeping people engaged and then some people follow through with it you feel me and all of a sudden they got five million subscribers on youtube and they're literally getting paid to play video games and just talk on camera and then they're the ones that had that potential but the voices in their ear and just life beating them up they stopped and it's like bro right now you could be having millions of subscribers bro but you decide to stop you feel me you had something to pursue the universe was showing you signs the universe was throwing challenges at you throwing people at you that didn't believe in what you got going on and then you gave in man and now you're working a desk job and one of the youtubers that was coming up the same time as you back when you only had 12 subscribers and they only had 13 subscribers but you said fuck it and they kept going you know they did what they had to do if they needed to move they moved if they needed to work three jobs they worked three jobs but they did what they had to do and all of a sudden they got that you know diamond play button and you over here with fake diamond earrings from walmart you feel me like bro and like the moral of the story is no matter what adversity no matter what the universe throws at you no matter what's going on in life you never give up on your pursuit bro if it has to change and you need to alter it a little bit alter it you feel me nothing will ever be 100% what we envision it to be if you need to pivot pivot but don't quit you feel me that's that's what it's about at the end of the day too many of us quit too many of us give up way too early bro like literally tomorrow could be the day that somebody that's in the field that you're trying to get into approaches you right like you never know if you if you don't upload that new video that you have just sitting on your computer that video could change your life you feel me if i don't do this podcast today who knows like i could upload this podcast right and somebody in the podcast game happens to see it and then they reach out to me and they're like hey man i'm starting a new podcast network blah 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 i would love to put your podcast on it and all of a sudden bam now i'm getting a little bit more you know views and listens because i'm on a podcast network right but that would never happen if i didn't have uploaded this newest episode you feel me so it's like you never know the day you decide to quit could also be the day that your life changes either for the better or for the worse because you decide to quit today that person won't hit you up tomorrow because you didn't upload you feel me or because you decided not to quit today and you decided to upload bam now all of a sudden somebody hit you up and now your life is changing you feel me you're still gonna face some type of adversity later on you feel me it's like artists that they put out a certain song and all of a sudden labels are reaching out then you know they're like oh man the pursuit is working you feel me i'm getting closer then they sign with the label and now bam now they're having label troubles and now they're like fuck i low-key want to quit because this isn't what i i wanted or thought it would be some people give up they go crazy they do whatever is going on with them and they start to hate music they start to hate whatever field they're in right and they grow bitter and then they're just like yo i'm done I'm over it fuck it and some people push through it and they get out of that deal and then they move on to better things man
I always use um, currency as one of the people that really inspired me because people don't understand that he was like the first person that Wayne signed to like Young Money before Nicki, Drake, Tyga, all of them, bro. Currency was on there. You feel me? Because he grew up with Wayne. He was cool. Like he was on a, well, like 504 Boys, whatever, with um, with Master P and all that. And um, he was working with Birdman, all that shit, bro. And he signed to Young Money, but he realized like, yo, although Wayne is my dude, this ain't it for me, bro. So he said he'd rather get out of that situation and start again on his own and pursue it his own way. You feel me? He didn't just settle to be in a, a deal with Young Money and just be there. You feel me? And he didn't decide to quit. He knew like, yo, I got to pursue this my own way, bro. He pivoted. You feel me? It took his career a little bit longer to take off. But look at where he's at now. And look at his fan base and like how solid and core his fan base are and how much they ride for him, bro. But that's because he learned to pivot. You feel me? He worked with like uh, Dame Dash. Currency's had a bunch of different deals and shit and they weren't working out. But look at him now, bro, because he pivoted and took those L's and learned how to take those and read the signs from the universe that were telling him, yo, you got to do it your own way. And I'm like, bro, that's what it comes down to all the time, dude. Like, you got to learn when the universe is telling you this isn't where you need to be right now or this is where you need to be right now. You feel me? You might have one job that is in a career field that you're trying to get into, but it just ain't the right fit. And then from there, you realize, okay, this is the field I want to be in. But maybe this specific part of this field, this career ain't it for me, bro. And I need to move to this side of the same field, but just a different avenue. You feel me? And yeah, you never know, man. Music might not work for me, but podcasting might be what was meant for me, bro. You feel me? And, you know, through my audio engineering skills and all that, and through my video editing skills, I could start pursuing this more. We'll, like, we will see, bro. Like, you never know, man. Maybe podcasting ain't it for me. And I do 10 more episodes and I realize, all right, I need to just buckle down with the music and this and that. And I got to pivot. But the key is not to give up. Stay consistent. You feel me? Follow your dreams, bro. Don't let other people's opinions and their voices get into your head. Don't let your own ego, like last week, get into your head and stop you. You feel me? Because... The only thing that can really stop you from chasing your dreams in that pursuit is yourself, bro. And it's just up to you, man. Do you want to be one of those bitter people, you know, that tell that 20 years from now when your nephew and niece or your son, daughter, whoever, or just a, any child tells you that they want to do this and you're the one that's like, oh, that's unrealistic. You want to be that person? You want to be that person that's like, yo, I was literally where you were people told me i couldn't do it and look at me now i did it you know how i did it by facing adversity like a g going through it and learning to read the signs from the universe that were telling me that i was doing what i was meant to do you feel me i still made it where i wanted to be in life you feel me you know and like i said the key word is to pivot bro you gotta learn to pivot bro because pivoting is not giving up pivoting it means analyzing the situation and realizing this might not be exactly what's best let me try it from this angle you feel me and yeah bro like i just want to be that person that's like can tell people like yo 
I have been through it, bro. Like, I know what it's like to be at the bottom and feel like, dang, bro, maybe I should give up. But it's that feeling that makes or breaks you. You either sink or swim. And I'm a swimmer, bro. I've never sunk and I never will sink. I will always swim, bro. I might feel like I'm about to drown. But best believe that adrenaline gonna kick in. And I'm gonna start swimming, bro. You feel me? And that's what it's about, man. It's just standing your ground and not giving up on that pursuit, bro. And just realizing that you can really do it. You just gotta keep your mind to it. And understand that you're gonna have challenges but you can't let those challenges break you man you know and that's about it man that's kind of all i wanted to talk about just touch on that and introduce manifestation i want to get into more about manifestation but i think i'm gonna do that as its own episode but like i said the first universal law in principle that the universe is mental bro and if you believe it and you think it hard enough and you speak into existence you will manifest it you feel me and that's what I'm trying to do on a daily basis because there's going to be no cooler feeling than when I get on one day and people are like, yo, who is your brother Dave? Where did he start from? Blah, 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 this, that. And then literally they can go back and listen to these podcasts and watch them and see my little rinky dink apartment and just hear where I was at and hear me trying to speak the life that I'm living currently in the future because You know, time isn't linear. Right now, I am successful and I'm on right now. Right now, you are successful and you're on right now, right? And future me, future you are looking back at shit like this. Future me is literally watching this video with a tear in his eye like, dang, bro. I remember that apartment. I remember feeling like, damn, bro, I'm going through it. But I I did it. I remember having to force myself to get up at 8 a.m. and record a podcast so I could upload it on Wednesday but I did it and now I'm here because of that you feel me and I never gave up on that pursuit so that's it man just never give up on your pursuit never give up on finding that treasure man and you know we'll be all right at the end of the day man you know so love you guys I hope you pray for me the way I pray for y'all man and it's been another episode of the words from the dopest podcast with your boy your host with the most, your brother Dave, man. And that's it for what, episode six? Pursuit of happiness, man. And, you know, I'm going to see y'all next week, 8 a.m., Wednesday. You feel me? Remember Book Club, the end of the month, the Alchemist, Paulo Coelho, bro. And we out, bro. Love y'all. Peace.